Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 29. Last episode was all about exercise, and this episode is going to be a follow-up all about diet. Now, I've discussed diet to a certain extent on other episodes, things like my eating habits, what I eat, things like that. On today's episode, I'm going to go into parts, other parts of my diet that also make it very minimal. And once that topics that I, I haven't really discussed before on other episodes yet. I will cover, again, some things like what it is that I'm eating, how I keep that minimal, but I want to focus in on um, other aspects of my diet that I find really rewarding in some ways and also really organic for me and natural. It just feels kind of right, um, and I'll get into that a little bit more, but it's more around like eating habits, times, and how much I'm eating, things like that. So I'm excited to talk about it. It is, like I said, a follow-up to the last episode on exercise. And before I get into the topic, I did want to give a bit of an update on exercise. On the last episode, I discussed how I was trying to hit a milestone of 100 push-ups. And actually, I don't know if I was just motivated <laughs> to give this update on, on today's episode, but I was able to hit exactly 100 push-ups this past week. So, milestone accomplished. And it was it was good. And as I said, it's really important that you celebrate those milestones. Um, I didn't do anything too crazy, but just, I don't know, taking time to give yourself a pat on the back. It's just as simple as that. Just to keep yourself motivated, to keep going. So... The next day I was pretty worn out and I was only able to get 90, so I'm working currently on getting consistency now, um, being able to get, like, I think it was about 33 uh, reps in three sets in, on a more consistent basis. So that's what I'm working on now. But anyway, let's get into the topic for today's episode. We're going to talk about diet. So let's first start by recapping some things that I have briefly mentioned in other episodes. So I eat mainly fruits and vegetables. I'd say that's, it usually ranges, but I'd say it's on average about 90 to 85% of my diet. And a lot of the time I'm eating mainly raw, so raw fruits and vegetables. I went probably about eight, maybe nine months, where I did not cook anything for for that long, and I just I ate raw all the time. I think I was um, towards the end of that amount of time, I started cooking oatmeal in a microwave, and soon realized that I preferred cold overnight oats. So I briefly was cooking. Um, <laughs> But I do enjoy cooking. 
I think it's fun. It's meditative for me. I really like chopping vegetables. Um, but there's something to having a raw vegan diet that's super minimal. And because of that, it really aligns with a lot of my values. Not having to use the stove or refrigerators uh, or ovens also is really appealing to me based on my values and the, the minimalist approach that that entails as well. So that's really gone a long way for me and I really enjoy that. I also mentioned before that I typically buy groceries on the day that I need them. So that is really minimal for me as well. And it forces me to be very mindful about what I'm buying. Because a lot of times it's the it, it always is going to be the food for the day. And I'm forced to think about nutrients, macronutrients and vitamins and minerals. And I'm currently deficient in iron. And I was deficient in B12. So I can take that time to really construct the proper nutrient-dense food when I go every day. I It's one time in the day that I'm going and getting the food that I need, and I can purposely, and like I said, mindfully, look for the food that my body needs. So I found that to be really beneficial to me and very minimal as well. I also typically go to markets. Uh, I try whenever possible, to go to the local markets and not go to the supermarkets to get fruit and vegetables. When I was in Mexico, that was so much more easy to do. Now that I'm back in, in the United States, it's a little bit more difficult. But that is basically everything from the parts of, the, of my diet that I've discussed previously. What I haven't discussed is more around how much I eat and when I eat. I practice fasting on a regular basis. Well, I mean, technically everybody does. When you go to sleep, you're technically fasting. Uh, whenever you're in between meals, you're fasting. What I try to do is longer intermittent fasting. And... What that typically looks like, well, what it looks like right now for me, um, I actually recently got away from my routine and my habit of having a short window when, during which I'm eating. Uh, that happened when I left Mexico and came back to the United States because of the pandemic. So I started, I actually, I fell back into an old habit of eating like three times a day, which um, I don't know why. It's really interesting. I want to think about that more as to why that happened. I don't know if it was because of anxiety and stress around everything that's going on or if it was just the change of atmosphere and change of Airbnbs and stuff like that. So I don't know, but typically I'll eat two meals a day and within a very small window of time. What I'm currently doing, and I was able to get back on this habit and this routine recently, it's been probably about a week, maybe two weeks, 
and I have about a three to four hour eating window. So what that looks like is right around one o'clock in the afternoon, I'll start eating. And by 4 p.m. that evening, so three hours later, I'll finish eating. I'll stop. So it's a three-hour window. Sometimes I'll be able to just get one big meal in, um, and that's more of a one-meal-a-day OMAD approach. Other times I'll, I'll eat one big meal and then have a bit of snacking as well within that, that window of time. So once four o'clock ends, it comes and goes, and I, I finish eating, I won't eat again until 1 p.m. the next day. So that ends up being about a 20 to 21 hour fast. And it's it just feels good. It feels right. It feels natural. My body, the only, the word that really comes to mind is optimal. It feels very optimal for me. I, I always enjoyed feeling that like empty stomach feeling and um, just really appreciating the flavor of the food and the energy it gives you. And it, I, it just, I think my body just responds better to this, this routine really and this approach. So that's what I'm currently doing. I've done something similar in the past. It was last October for the entire month. I would I would practice this type of, of eating window. I'd say it probably opened around the same time. Um, but I would stop. I think it was... I was going from 1 till about 3. So it was even smaller of a window. And then the rest of the time I was fasting. So that was like a 22-hour um, fast. In addition to that, though, I do really enjoy longer fasts from time to time, at least like once a month. And what they look like, for me, I've never actually done anything longer than four days of fasting where I'm just drinking water and adding really good salt and sometimes some lemon juice or lime juice to keep electrolytes up. And really the lemon and the lime just helps with flavor and and also it's good to keep vitamins and along with the minerals up as well. That also feels really good. And when you start to eat again after that long of a fast, Man, the food just tastes incredible. It's, you really can't help but just feel such appreciation and just feel in awe of how incredible food is. And the fact that we can taste what we taste, just like a banana or an apple or, you know, any kind of fruit in particular, just so sweet and incredible. It's it's really quite radical uh, to think that that exists in the world naturally. Um, and it really, it's doing fasts, long-term fasts, really changed my relationship with food in a very big way. And I wasn't expecting that. I really found myself slowing down more and and when i when i was 
sitting down to a meal or even just having a snack or just buying fruits or vegetables, I just found myself so much more grateful. And, and really, what I, when I was eating, I was really savoring the flavor and taking my time with it, monotasking. I used to eat food while I was doing other things. And I was a big offender of, of eating and working at the same time. Uh, at my job previously, um, and now that I'm working remote, it's even harder because you're working sometimes from your house, <laughs> especially now um, during the pandemic. But I've I've gotten away from that, and I've forced myself to be very present when I'm eating, and sit down and just do that. Not even pull the phone up and look at Instagram or social media, other social media. Um, checking email. I, no, I just focus on the food. And that is just so minimal. So fasting for me was such a beautiful tool that's so in alignment with minimalism. And it just, it feels so organic and, and right for me. So if you are interested in any way uh, and you already identify with the principles of minimalism and just the stuff that I talk about on these episodes, this podcast, I really highly recommend trying fasting. And what I tell people a lot of times is it's, it's so easy. You just don't do anything really. What, what I would suggest doing uh, and I've recently talked to a friend about this, is if you normally eat, say, breakfast at like 9 a.m., skip it. So just do a longer intermittent fast during that day. So instead of eating at 9, wait until 12 to eat. If that's your second meal is lunch at 12 o'clock, then you go to bed the night before, and then you skip breakfast and you eat at 12. And if that felt okay, if you were able to do that, then do it again the next day. Or if you really feel adventurous, then skip lunch. And then that's basically a full day fast. It's basically what I'm doing right now. You would be having like a two or three hour eating window. And work your way up. You really don't want to just jump completely into it um, and try to do like a four day fast when you haven't really kind of primed yourself for it. So you can definitely wade in to the, uh, to the deep end with that and go slowly. And I think that'll just make for a more successful experience for you. And I'd be surprised if you don't end up enjoying it. <laughs> it's really surprisingly, it's surprisingly rewarding. And again, it's just so minimal. It's just like you're, you're just not, you're not doing something. So how, how could you be more minimal than that? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, um, that's what I wanted to talk about on today's episode. Um, it's the, the biggest cornerstones of my diet is, is really what I've discussed today. Just the recap of what I'm, what I'm eating and it being just whole foods, just things that 
my great-grandparents would recognize as food, so I'm not buying, you know, bags of chips or things that are processed. I'm buying the things that, yeah, like I said, my great-grandparents would recognize as, that's, that's a pepper, that's a cucumber, that's a banana. So that's what I'm eating. And then I have this intermittent fast that I do every day, and then a longer-term fast that I do once a month. And then finally... Um, yeah, just being grateful and mindful while I'm eating, because we're so lucky just to be able to have food, and you, it's, uh, you don't want to lose sight of that, and just be really grateful and mindful and, and present in everything that you do. Monotask. Monotask when you eat. That's my big takeaway from, uh, from this episode. <laughs> focus on nothing but that flavor. So anyway, in addition to that, keep cutting the noise and make room for what's essential. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel. 